0: Folks, welcome to Tourist House, the outsider's look inside Japan's hottest reality show. So come on in, take off those shoes, and let's get started.
1: Hi, nice to meet you. My name is Felix. Uh, I am currently 29 and work at a hospital. And my favorite type of ice cream is chocolate.
0: That's a good one. (laughs) That's a good one. Jim, I am 28 years old. I am a statistician at a large-scale testing company and volunteer tutor. And my favorite kind of ice cream is Dublin Mudslide, which I know sounds really fancy. It is a discontinued... I went
1: with a simple I know. simple
0: chocolate answer.
1: But yeah, you had to you know, hit me with that, huh? Felix,
0: I was just talking about it with someone, and I was talking about how I... My freshman year of college, all I ate was Dublin mudslide. It's Irish cream coffee liqueur ice cream with chocolate (laughs) chocolate chip swirls. It was around for one year, and they put it in the graveyard. Shame on them. Shame on them. You're
1: you're such a fancy boy. I know. I really am. You're you're such a fancy
0: man. I know. I have to get under control. But, you know, hey, you asked, so there you go. I got to be honest. All right, folks, as we said, this is... Tourist House, which is a podcast about Terrace House. It's a bit confusing, but we hope you can follow along. Terrace House is a Japanese reality show that was first broadcast on Fuji Television in, I believe, 2012. But after its first run was over, it was picked up by Netflix and it was shown in households and on computers across the world, subbed in English. And Felix and I are very big fans of the show. And We will be covering the first series on Netflix, which is Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City. The format we're going to do is we're going to talk about three episodes at a time. We may change that as we go along, but that's a plan for right now. So sit back and relax, and we hope you enjoy.
1: So a little bit about how uh, we got into the show. Um, I actually found out about the show from one of my favorite podcasts, uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me. And there was just a random episode where they were talking about this Japanese reality TV show um, called Terrace House. And I was just like, what is that? And they didn't do a really good job of explaining it, but I ended up just Googling it, found it on Netflix, and I just binge-watched it. I was just addicted to it, and I just ran through boys and girls in the city. And um, it just sucked because I really didn't have anybody else to talk to, so I was just kind of like trying to plug it in every, all my conversations and that that's when I you know told Jim about it and he's like one of my few friends that actually did start watching it so yeah Jim what did you think?
0: Well I gotta be honest it took me a little while to get on board with it if you recall because you had mentioned for a good couple months and I, I always said that you know reality shows weren't really my thing and I don't think I would like it but eventually I was just I said, you know what, let's take the plunge. And I did. And the first few episodes were a little, they were interesting. It wasn't quite what I was used to, but I got hooked pretty soon after that. So I, you know, I got to thank you for doing that. And it's allowing us to do this. And this is going to be pretty fun. I think we'll have a really good time with this.
1: Yeah. Usually, kind of my elevator pitch for the show, whenever I would approach some of my friends about it, would be, it It's just kind of like a Japanese real world. So I thought that was a pretty good way of putting it. And uh, it worked because I got about after Jim, two or three other friends actually started watching it and they all got hooked um, right away because they did like reality television. So, um, but uh, you know, it's really interesting that you, uh, not being such a big fan, I actually got so hooked on it too.
0: You know, the only other reality show that I had watched was one season of The Real World when it was in Philly, which is where we're actually both from. And before then and after that, I have not touched a single reality show. But this is... And we know what I think I like about it is it's more subtle. It's a bit more subdued than even that one season of The Real World that I watched. It's sometimes you really... There's not a whole lot that happens, but there's so much to talk about. There's so much to sort of sift through to see. And I think from a cultural perspective, it's really interesting too, because
1: yeah, definitely you know,
0: we're not Japanese, we're not from Japan. And so it's interesting to see how people our age or close, we're getting old now, you know, but um, people close to our age or older than us, in some cases, interact with each other and of course, there are cameras that are on them, but it's a really interesting glimpse, I think, into how 20-somethings of a different culture interact with each other and what's acceptable and what's and not acceptable and what you do when you're trying to court someone and what you don't do. And so it's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. So why don't we just like dive right into it? Uh, Sounds good. What did you think about like, so you said that you weren't, that interested like it didn't catch you right away yes what were your first impressions of the uh i keep wanting to say characters but like you know what were your what were your impressions of the people like and um the way that they presented the show because like there was um the original run like the first season i forgot the name of it
0: um you mean the one that was on before it was picked up again by netflix yeah the
1: one on yeah the one on fuji television i believe it was
0: called boys and girls next door
1: Next door, and then, yeah, so uh you know, it seemed like they kept the same format, and besides doing their own usual blurb of of uh, what um uh you know of what the hosts say it it kind of just like kind of throws you in it so what you know what was your impressions?
0: I think with the very first episode, it was interesting to see how they came in one by one, and again it it's been a long time since I've watched the real world i mean that that was. 15 years ago or so i'm dating myself here but it's okay and you know they come in one at a time and there is always that really sort of awkward element to it and i think it was even more awkward that it was one at a time and i think about other times in my you know for me when i have met new people it's usually a group of people at one time or it's maybe a smaller group, or everyone is new. So I think about college, right? You have your freshman orientation. You go, and pretty much everyone else is new. But with Terrace House, you know, uh, Makoto comes in, and he just says, oh, it's me, and they kind of trickle in. And the people who come in later on come in, and they maybe have an idea that, oh, I'm one of the later ones to arrive. But it's really not that much later. Because yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much time elapsed, and I know there's some editing. Of I course, mean, it's with all yeah, shows. there was definitely some editing, yeah, right. So that that was interesting to me just to see, you know, they're talking about right. They ask all of those basic like cocktail hour questions. Oh, what do you do? What what do you do for a living? Are you in school? And they, look, they're the questions that you have to ask. And yeah. so I think it was for that reason why it didn't catch me at first because it was almost just like me watching people. At a cocktail party, but very underdressed, right? Saying, oh, what do you do? Oh, okay, that's interesting. And there wasn't that excitement that I think, you know, when you think about American reality shows, there's sort of that image of things being really fast and you have these personalities and they're very much themselves from the get-go. You know, they come in, you know, my name's Tony and I don't give a fuck. I like to drink, right? And it's this crazy (laughs) person. And, you know, I mean, they're grabbing the TV and just, you know, they're shoving your face in it. You know, they're shoving your face in their personality. And I didn't really get that from Terrace House. And... Well, I—I I mean, I say I, I i don't like that sort of, you know, American style of reality show. This really didn't catch me. You know, I didn't like this at first either. So it was kind of interesting how at first it didn't really.
1: Yeah, with with American uh, reality shows, you know, I hate to keep bringing it back to like the real world, but like it's just immediate clash of personalities, and I guess that's where all the drama ensues. Yeah. But with Terrace House in the beginning, I think it's just a culture in Japanese culture that people are just nicer to each other i i but it's it just seems like that's just what how the culture is it's only until like a little bit later down the line is when you start start actually getting the quote-unquote drama of the show
0: i think something else too that i noticed was again to compare it to shows like the real world they have those talking head segments and if someone new comes in or if there's some situation that happened, they'll have that talking head and it'll go right to the person and they just give their unfiltered thoughts and it's only them and the camera. Whereas Terrace House, I didn't really notice that. And so I think something else that kind of frustrated me a little bit was it was kind of hard to really feel like I was getting to know some of the characters because as you said, it's more of a long drawn out sort of thing where you see how they are, they reveal themselves through the actions, through their interactions with the other people in the house. And it's not like someone comes in and it cuts to a talking head of Uchi, say, and he says, well, I like her. She has a nice body, right? It's going to come out in different ways, whether or not it's maybe him talking to the girl that he's interested in or talking to one of the other guys. You know, there's not going to be that. I'm going to just be very obvious with my thoughts and my intentions, It comes out in a very
1: natural way. Right. Because, like, whenever you find out, like, whoever's interested in who, you find out from them talking to each other, you know, not to the screen. Right. Right. Which is definitely different, at least for for us. Um, But, I don't know, because, like, originally for me, like, the show, my first impression of the show was, like, I'm really bad with secondhand embarrassment and... If, you know if you watch the show there there's a lot of that. and um in the beginning it there you kind of it kind of actually starts off with a little bit of it um when uh, adachi kind of comes in you can adachi immediately you can tell you can you get a taste of his personality in the very first episode adachi's the tap dancer and i think they give him the nickname tap which I really like, so I'll probably just like start using that from now on. But with Tap, he has a very abrasive personality, and you get a taste of that when do you remember he points out Makoto's uh, pit stain? Yes, and I was just like, oh <laughs> man, like do you even say that because like there's already other women there, so that that has to be embarrassing, you know what I mean? Um, but it's it, you know Makoto didn't seem like too bothered by it, uh, but. Right there, I was just like, "All right, he is going to be the source of a lot of problems." And as you can actually tell by the third episode, <laughs> like just the third episode stuff already starts to pop off. He is
0: so interesting to me, Tap, because the you know the thing that I noticed was when he came in, they ask, of course, all the sort of basic questions. What's your well? They will say their names, and then they usually usually it for their age. And I believe Tap is twenty seven. 28. 28. Okay.
1: I think he's about to be 28.
0: Okay. Oh, right. Well, because his birthday is in, yeah, in episode yeah. three, right? That's the yeah, whole yeah, birthday. Yeah. Right. Okay. So when he comes in, he said, you know, he gives his age. So he's 27 when he first enters the house. And I believe Makoto says, oh, you can be like an older brother. And I think for me, it's an interesting thing to say. I think, especially in that sort of an environment, I think the way that I, I would look at it is. We're all sort of equals, you know, we're all in the same sort of situation. But Makoto seemed to look to him, he almost, almost like with deference to say, oh, you're an older brother type. And I think it was a little bit of like a light joke about his age, of course, but with that maybe comes the you're maybe a bit more mature and more seasoned than I am. So maybe you'll have some advice for me. You know, you're more well-traveled. So you you might have a better idea of life in general. But then yeah, when he yeah. does things like call out the pit stains and then the incident that happened <laughs> uh, in episode three, that. right, that we'll get <laughs> yeah, to yeah. in, in, we'll get in to, a yeah. little bit. It's 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 interesting to me, you know, to see how Tap is. And I really, I just, I couldn't, help but think about how makoto said you're like an older brother and then just seeing i mean his behavior to me was the opposite of an authority figure in these first three episodes
1: yeah maybe maybe that was the statement that he was trying to like start off with because you know everybody knows first impressions are really strong so (laughs) maybe he just wanted to kind of put it out there like yeah i'm not just gonna sit here and like take that i guess yeah because like i did get i did get that also like rewatching it that makoto's comment about the older brother thing Uh, Because that could have attacked an insecurity that he could have had. Because you can kind of tell. You can if you're trying to read the room a little bit when everybody's saying they're 20, you know, 21 to 23 years old, and then you're 28. Like, can you imagine? Because like, if we were there, like, because you know, that's around. He's around our age. Right. I would. That would be in the back of my mind the entire time. So if anybody pointed it out, I would. I would kind of like my knee jerk reaction in my head would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? So, so do
0: you feel like that was an attack back at Makoto then to kind of say, Oh, well you called my age out. So I'm going to call it your pit stains. Is that how you read that situation?
1: Uh, no, no it's, it's only, it's just talking about it. Just making my mind wander. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's just, it's, it's a guess or, uh, yeah, it, it's just a guess. Yeah. Kind of an insight.
0: Yeah, no, that is interesting. And, I think if anyone chooses to read it that way, it's kind of like a passive-aggressive thing that he does, right? If he's sort of getting back at that, you know, perceived slight about his age. And I guess since we mentioned it, we can maybe just get right into TAP and what he has done in these three episodes. Because he really has, uh, for me, easily the most memorable scene of anyone in in these first three episodes for his birthday, yeah. Right. Yeah, so they get him the swim trunks and they're really nice, and they they get him those goggles. I think the are like the novelty goggles that say Happy yeah, Beer yeah. Day, which I thought was very funny. Of course, the big scene is when he's questioning at first it's everyone, but then he really gets to Mizuki. Mizuki. The barista slash office worker about her goals, and it's clear that. She has interest. I mean, she talks about footsill, right? Which is a sport. She works for a company that is it a company or or like a? So
1: apparently, like the owner of the company has like different types of other companies, I guess. Like because one her, the one job that she, her main job, her office job, is related to soccer, right? I believe, and uh, the her, her part-time job as a barista. The owner also owns that cafe right, so I right. think he he just he he has a bunch of different types of businesses there that, that, that's better a better way to put it is a, a couple types of uh, businesses
0: right, okay, so he questions her about what she wants to do, and it's clear that she doesn't really have a a a set plan, you know we might call it like a five year plan in terms of how she wants to do something with soccer and making futsal more popular and coffee, and she said she likes people, which I thought was really cool. She wants to open up a cafe. And immediately he just says, well, it's very ill-defined. It's not really a plan. He basically tells her that her plan is bullshit. And he eventually makes her cry. And then Yuriko, who was the fourth-year med student, cries as well because she felt bad for Mizuki. And Yuriko says she was trying so hard to express herself and to share her vision for the future for what she wanted to do and she wasn't able to she wasn't able to get that across and for me that just tap really really just didn't handle that well he didn't react well because when mizuki starts crying he laughs a little bit and i think it's out of nervousness but even so i think and this is yet another instance where i think he's sort of betraying his age a little bit yeah Yeah, look it's something that i to me isn't acceptable once you're out of high school you know if there's an embarrassing situation to so laugh about it and when someone's crying like that it really just run me the wrong way so i really think
1: tap was out of line for that incident i definitely definitely agree with that i it's just like without going in like too deep like personally with me i can kind of see maybe his his intention was to help but it just came off in the most abrasive way and like you know that's how that's how I was describing his personality and whenever I say that word it, it it I always replay that scene in my head and I just feel like maybe he was trying to help but it was in the worst way possible and yeah he definitely did not handle that well so much for the older brother of the group
0: yeah it was kind of shocking to me but you know I shouldn't say that because If you recall, I want to say it was earlier in episode three, he mentions, I think it's the first time he mentions wanting to know people's goals. And he really, but he really, he's really asking everyone. And he asks Yuriko and she says, well, I'm going to become a doctor, I guess. And then he says, that's it. And when he said that, I'm just thinking, I'm like, I'm sorry, who are you? It's he's a national tap dancing champion, which is great. And look, more <laughs> look, more power to him, and congratulations for finding that thing that he wanted to do. And it's amazing. But that's well, number
1: one, that's not yeah, most like who, people. Like who, like who the hell are you? Like right. to like to comment on other people's like dreams and aspirations. I, yeah, I just, I, again, I think it's just him trying to help, but in the worst way possible. And to say
0: that to someone who's going to be a doctor, what do you mean that's it? That's what she's going to be doing. That's not an easy thing. Do you want to just say that
1: she's, yeah, I'm going to cure cancer? You know, that may be a dream, but you don't tell that to somebody. Like, you stop at, I want to be a doctor. You don't, you know what I mean? While we're kind of like drilling tap about this. Like something also that like, kind of caught me, and I, again, I don't know if this is a cultural thing, but when they went into the kitchen for the first time in the first episode, they were asking like, "Who can cook?" and you know, whatever, and like, Tap basically says like, "All right, the woman can, the women can cook for us, right?" Yes, and I was just like. Oh my god! <laughs> like it, it's funny because like I think they all stayed quiet because they couldn't believe. Again, like they just couldn't believe he said something like this. And uh yeah, that was oh god. Yeah, I'm already in the first three episodes, like is already like <laughs> is is uh pretty upsetting.
0: And it was immediate, like you said. I mean, the first time they go into the kitchen, that's what's said, and he also makes a comment because I do remember the cooking comment. And he also makes a comment about the kitchen appliances. I think they're looking at the dishwasher, and he says, oh, the women will be using that, and no one says anything. So on top of talking about the women cooking, he talks about doing dishes and just using the dishwasher, which anyone over the age of 13 or 14 should be able to do. I mean, it's (laughs) absurd to say, oh, the women can load the dishwasher, put dish deterred. I mean, come on.
1: You all live there, so, like, <laughs> just do your thing. Just do it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Just do you it.
1: Use it, use it, clean it. But, all right, I think we were drilling a little bit too much into tap. Like, let's move on to some other characters. All right, let's up-pick it on um, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. All right. Um. So, why don't we go... So, Uchi didn't have... Like, he, he becomes kind of a major character... Again, can character. He's, he becomes a major, like, person... Yeah, as the show goes on, but in the first three episodes, he doesn't show much. He definitely drew my attention. Um, my first run through is because he seemed like the stylish person, and like me, I'm not too much into fashion, but I'm kind of conscious about it. So like, oh, this guy, you know, seem he's a hairstylist. He got you know has a little bit of swagger to him. So I was very interested to see you know what he brought to the table or what he brought to the house, really.
0: Yeah. I am with you 100%. I got the idea that he had the swagger and he had the confidence. And I think nothing encapsulates this better. And this is something that really stuck out with me. They were eating and he has a mouthful of fish and goes, I'm going to recruit a girlfriend while I'm here. And his mouth is yeah, just full yeah. and like he doesn't care. <laughs> and he's just yeah. like shoving this delicious fish in his <laughs> mouth. And he's just like – you know, he's talking with his mouth full about like – <laughs> how desire you know he, i mean he's basically like he's talking himself up
1: yeah and i thought it was yeah, so yeah. funny because
0: i'm just thinking like i would love to be inside the minds of any of the other women so just you know you see this guy and his mouth is full of fish and he's talking about how he like he's basically going to try to date one of us and i just i wonder what the thought about yeah. that was from the other <laughs> yeah, women you know, yeah. that really yeah. stuck out to me
1: uh, yeah i mean i i kind of <laughs> liked that. It just you know what I mean? It, it it showed I guess it was kind of douchey to 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 kind of bring it out like that, especially with your mouthful. But like oh. I don't know. It just kind of like uh showed confidence. You know what I mean? In a weird way, but uh definitely it, interesting. Definitely interesting to say the least.
0: It is, it is. And you know, there's something else about Uchi that really I I I can't see it. So I have to ask your opinion on this. Do you think he has a high voice?
1: No. I I don't think so. No, no.
0: The panel Why? well, because the panel wouldn't stop talking about it. Even oh, in the first yes. episode, I believe Yamasato says that he has a high voice, and Tokui also joins in and, and they make fun of his voice. And I want to say, at least once in these bit? first three episodes, I don't know if it ever cracked, but it, he I and I really had to listen to it. I mean, I went back at times where he was speaking a bit longer than usual, and I tried to listen to it. And I think maybe compared to Makoto, who I would say maybe has a slightly lower than average voice, but it didn't seem like it was that much of a disparity where the commentators had to point it out. And I think yeah. tap doesn't really have an especially low voice. Like there's nothing that really stood nothing out. I nothing mean, noticeable. Yeah. Right. I think it's
1: just like very normal.
0: Right. It's different. And with Uchi, I was like really trying to listen. And and I, there was like one time where I heard it and I, I thought, yes, maybe it's slightly higher, but it was just, it almost seemed mean from the commentators. <laughs> and like, I know that's their job to sort of pick yeah, on people yeah. a little bit and to kind of stir the pot. Right. I get that. But I really, I had a hard time with that one because I didn't really see yeah. it myself.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is actually, to kind of do a quick tangent, but what I really liked about the show was the hosts. I really like what they did for the show. It was definitely unique to, or at least new to um, me. Um, It provided, like, a really interesting dynamic to the show. Um, I found myself, every time I was watching, like, I got excited to see when the host came up, because... I wanted to compare my views of what I thought of whatever happens or whatever the characters. I wanted to compare my views to theirs. And on top of that, most of them, if not all of them, are pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. Have you um, ever like seen another show that had something like that?
0: I don't think so. The closest thing that I can think about, and I'm a a fan of the walking dead i know everyone's gonna kill me me and call me or right and because i know everyone loves that show except for me sorry not really um but right but they have the show the talking dead with chris hardwick right and so that's a show i know exists so i think that's the closest thing to a commentary type show and i think there was was there a show called – no, never mind. I was going to say Talking Bad, but that that is not a thing that existed. I'm just making that up in my head because I don't know why. Um... Stay tuned for our next podcast, Talking Bad. Talking Bad, like Breaking Bad, and also not like Talking Dead, like what the hell. Yeah, so the Talking Dead is the first thing that comes to mind. But, of course, that's very different because that's right after the show, right? That's after yeah, yeah. The Walking Dead. It's a half-hour show, I believe, and – so it's different and it's it's a discussion about what happened but the commentators in Terrace House and as you said they 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 really they bring something special to the show because their commentary and the cutaways to them are woven throughout the episode
1: yeah yeah that, that's why i liked cuz sometimes they come up unexpectedly so uh, like just in the middle of the episode or and it, i don't it, it made me happy whenever i got to like see them like even if it broke away from like a certain thing that was happening in the show i just you know because a lot of their interactions are really really funny and something else that i wanted to bring up was japanese humor and even though we're not fluent in japanese i feel that like especially we're we're both fans of um anime we have like anime shows that we watch and you know the uh music right mm-hmm. so we have like a little bit of insight into the culture and we're not just going in completely blind so some of the humor we kind of get because of like certain shows or whatever but with japanese humor i just feel like a lot of, a lot of it is even though they reference a lot of like different other actors or comedians the way that they bring it up so flawlessly or like so uh fluid uh, in a conversation whenever they're just interacting with each other that in itself is just hilarious like you can just pick up on like the humor even though you don't know because they bring up the picture right if, if they're like you know uh, who is like this character uh, this comedian and like they show his picture yeah you can kind of like see why they say that just by seeing the portrait like of the character. You're like, oh yeah, he does. He does look like he could sound like. I don't know. It's it's just really weird to me. Um, but also something special to of Terrace House as a whole that I really enjoyed about the show.
0: Yeah, me too. And I think, of course, I don't know a whole lot about the backgrounds of the commentators, but it seems pretty obvious to me that they have a decent amount of comedic training. Or comic yeah, training, yeah, yeah. maybe, and they're they're so quick with each other. And as you said, most of them are pretty funny. There are some that are more quiet, like Baba Chan, for example, doesn't really say a whole lot. I do enjoy her as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tori Chan is not so funny to me, but <laughs> she- I also don't think she is supposed to be nor do I think she's trying to be I think she's she seems to be the host I mean she I think has like the iPad or whatever and she (laughs) kind of handles the recap and says okay well last episode this happened that happened and so I think maybe that is combined with her age it may be again a credit to them for their
1: humor though like for their credit for their humor the the lines and of course it doesn't come up in the first three episodes but later down the line she does have some like some pretty funny moments like interacting with like the other the other uh the other hosts. Yeah. And it's it's i think like mainly Takuya and like <laughs> just i I don't know just it, it like it just makes me laugh thinking about it cuz i think it's uh i don't know their interactions cuz you can it i don't you see i don't know their personal lives obviously um but it seems you know that they're all friends and i think that's the uh, atmosphere that they try to create and they do it well.
0: Yeah. I don't want to say they have dark senses of humor, at least not right now in these first three episodes, but I do think they're very devious. And what's funny is I think Yamasato is the obvious villain of the six, and I even hesitate to use that term because he's just – he's the most vocal about liking or disliking someone, and – he doesn't allude to anything. He just comes right out and says it. And even his interactions with the boy on the panel. And I, I don't know his name. I just call him <laughs> the young boy. And I wish yeah. I could commit his name to memory, but God, I'm yeah, not going to. It seems like they always have that
1: uh, plus one. Uh, like I, it's usually like a young actor. Uh, Cause down the line that he does change out for another young actor. Right. Um, but I forgot his name already, but uh, he – because he doesn't talk that much. No, he doesn't. Um, he's, and when he does, he is actually pretty quiet himself.
0: Right. And so seeing Yamasato interact with him, I remember when they were talking about the scene at Tap's birthday when he makes Mizuki and Yuriko cry – the kid says, "Oh, I actually like people like that." And Yamasato just kind of gives him this look. I, yeah, I was rolling. See, it was yeah. so funny because yeah, you know exactly. when I saw it, I just thought he, this is Yamasato again. Only three episodes yeah. in, he just if he says something that he, that he doesn't agree with, he's just gonna say no. Like, "Oh, how could you think that?" Or, "Oh, I was wrong." Or sometimes he'll just completely try to change the subject. Like there was a yeah. scene where he's talking about how, like, men and women are and how they interact with each other. And he made this comment, and the panel just gave him the cold shoulder. Like, it was radio <laughs> yeah, silence. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, yeah. oh, oh, are we in space? Like, he, does, he totally plays <laughs> yeah. it off. And yeah, it's just yeah, so yeah. that's what I mean. Again, it's not a villainous – he doesn't seem like a bad guy. And so there's not that, that evil quality about him. But in terms of just playing things off and being very direct, I do think he encapsulates that very well. And it yeah. seems like he does it much more than any of the other commentators. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: he's kind of like the backbone of the humor for uh, the group. Everybody yeah. kind of works off of him.
0: So someone else I wanted to talk about was Mizuki. We've been talking about some of the boys, and I want to talk about Mizuki. And I, she is, I think, my favorite of all six. I really, really like Mizuki, as you already know, Felix. Um, she's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> The reason why is because she seems so down to earth, like someone that maybe you would be friends with in college or someone that you meet
1: at Yeah, a job she seems like something. she's very down for anything, like maybe physical or just like playing cards or like she just seems like that person that you can always count on to do something with.
0: And I think something else that really draws me to her as a person is that when she's talking to Makoto about baseball, when they were finishing up their yeah, discussion, yeah. When, she was when
1: a little bit of love sparks. Yeah. It's like a the bit first potential. little like spark of,
0: you know, interest. Yeah. And it was great because yeah. I feel like you might expect on a show like this for people to be, you know, maybe not as direct. And I just, I am basing that on just these first three episodes and because they're still getting to know each other, maybe later on you can be more direct, but this is really the first time that, they were shown talking just the two of them. Yeah. And Makoto says, Oh, do you want to go? Or he mentions that it's getting late. And he basically says, do you want to go to bed? And she says, Oh, I should get to bed. And then she goes, we can do this all night because she had such a good time talking to him. So we'll do it again sometime. And that was just very direct. And I'm like, yes, girl, like you get yours. Like you get what you want. Like she has her eye on Makoto already. And she's not trying to be coy, like, oh, you know, I hope he asks me. No, She's like, no, screw that. She takes the initiative, and that was great. I really like that from her. Yeah. Something else, it was a nice little bit of shade that she was throwing at Yurigo and Minori. So in episode two, they're all eating breakfast, and they're talking about what they're doing for the day. And Mizu is oh, talking yeah, about yeah, her yeah, schedule, yeah. and she says, oh, I have work most days from 10 to 7.30. I think that's the, the time that she gave and she asked what the other's doing in Yuriko. I think she was gonna study Minority wasn't really doing much of anything. And Misaki goes, Oh, it must be nice to have a day off and I was just <laughs> like, Oh, you're throwing some shade, girl. Like that that was yeah. great. And I I would be very hard pressed to believe that she meant that. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think she, she meant she it that
1: way. I don't know. I don't think she was trying to be mean or anything. I think that was just her generally wishing she also had the day off, but that was just me. I can see how it can be taken as a little bit of throwing shade but uh yeah i think it was just her like g- genuinely jealous that she also um that she uh that she didn't have the day off
0: okay yeah like i know you're right but i'm just gonna pretend that she was throwing shade <laughs> just because i just i Jim, just there's I, there's, I love there's it's a dangerous line
1: between like reality and like fantasy of like how you want to shape <laughs> music.
0: I know, I know, right? Because she's not a character, right? She's a person. She's but... an actual person. So I just, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But I feel like <laughs> there's like stuff that like we might not be getting. So I'm like, I'm just gonna fill in the blanks with like the ideal or my ideal version of her. So that's what okay. I'm doing right here. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> I won't stop you. That's yeah. fine. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Okay, so while we're on episode two, before I forget. Tell me your thoughts on the pool scene, on the whole thing that went down with the pool.
1: It was... That was... I guess that technically can be considered the first incident, huh? I think so. Yeah, like the first thing. It was... (sighs) It was weird because, like, actually, even before the pool scene, did you notice how, like, Tap and Makoto had that little, like, skeezy interaction? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, that was, like... So, like, for for those who don't actually, like, remember or whatever, like, they were talking about, like, their ideal, was it, like, their body types of women? It was really
0: strange because it wasn't even telegraphed like that. It wasn't, they weren't really talking about that when, I think, Minori and Yuriko, right, because they went, was like, at work. Yeah. So, they leave to go get changed, and Tap just goes, are you curious so yeah, that's how that starts, it's and it's, so, it's weird.
1: Like, and also think about the age difference between the two. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, come on, man! Like, and you, you guys known each other for what, like a day or like two day? I don't know what the time lapse was between the two episodes, but like, I was just like, come on, man! Like, yeah, that was, oh god.
0: <laughs> I think there are much better ways to. Ask someone if they're interested in a girl yeah, yet because yeah. not only does he – he kind of does this weird backdoor, are you curious? And then when Makoto is confused, he makes a motion like he's mimicking breasts. Like he kind of yeah, like cups yeah, yeah, his yeah, hand yeah, yeah. over his Makoto, chest. And Makoto Ugh. was just
1: like – he's just what, like boobs? And, and he was just like, oh, come on, man, you know. And he was like, <laughs> oh, man, such a – Slee- it's like such a sleazeball move.
0: <laughs> it is, and what's interesting is that I wonder because of how, from what I know, the show being released in Japan. Because I, I, I believe when it was on in Japan, when it was new, each yeah. episode came out every week, and yeah. the house member or the, um, the roommates were able to watch pretty recent episodes right yeah. they watch yeah, them yeah, in yeah. the house but
1: isn't isn't that weird
0: yeah i mean that that's really weird so for that incident specifically think about in episode 7 or 8 if Minori's is watching and they, i mean or mizuki or yuriko i mean any of the women are watching that and they just see tap and he's just mimicking breasts in front of his yeah, chest yeah, and exactly. it's just it's yes. really kind of just weird yeah. and him, uh, yeah what a weirdo not a good look for tap right there and the whole thing with calling out the color of the bikini yeah. of the girl that they like. yet again, it's something that it's just it's not it's not cool. And even if you want to be subtle about it, don't just use the color. You can have a code word or so. Oh my god, there there are so it, it, many it's, better things to do.
1: It kind of reminds you of like your stereotypical bro, does it not? Like yeah,
0: yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. yeah. Again, oh man, I just hate. Just spending like all this time just drilling (laughs) into tap, but like
0: yeah, I mean he, you know, he certainly. And we talked at the top of the show about strong personalities and how I said the impression that I got from the first episode wasn't that it wasn't an in-your-face sort of oh I'm tap and I think girls' bodies are awesome. I think they're hot, and I'm gonna ask you what you think about hot girls' bodies, right? He, it wasn't that, but it's it's very clear in even the second episode that that's where he is. And so it's very revealing. And I think as you said, you know, compared to some of the other roommates, like Uchi, for example, like there's not, his he, he hasn't really done a whole lot. He hasn't really revealed himself other than he loves to stuff fish in his mouth and talks about how (laughs) successful he's going to be with women, which is fine. I guess. I I think I mean
1: with Uchi and tap, I, I think if you compare them, I feel like Uchi's statement was just more kind of like a, confidence thing it kind of could be seen as cringy um but not sleazy it's just kind of he's just kind of declaring like this is this is what i'm gonna do but with tap there's just so many instances where it's just him being such like kind of like a scumbag right like it just seems like that uh especially for people that he he's only known for so long he hasn't known these people for more than a week
0: yeah, it is interesting because you're really trying to get a feel for people, and look, if all the guys turn out to be big sleazeballs, and I guess Tat maybe got lucky when he was so yeah. forward with Makoto about what girl he liked and what body parts he's into, I I get that, and not that that would make it okay, and I mean, that, that would be worse if all three of them were sleazeballs like that, yeah. but you really don't know, and- to me it's almost like immediately bringing up politics with someone that you meet for the first time it's saying oh yeah how you know i'm glad obama's gone right right guys <laughs> like the second day that you meet someone you know you might be yeah. able to like reveal certain things and you yeah. can but maybe that's just the american social etiquette that i sort of have been used to right being an american i would assume though that that that, that might hold true for many other Cultures across the world, and especially when it comes to things like that, like sexual things, it didn't seem like it was okay. So, again, Tap took a big gamble there. And again, it was dumb, it was a very pig headed comment for him. Yeah, to he make.
1: had no reason to make that gamble either,
0: right? And it was weird because, look, you know that they're going to be talking about the women and that the women will be talking about yeah, the yeah. guys afterwards and you say oh who do i mean and as we saw right because i mean they will eventually get to that right who who do you think is cute who do you like but to talk about it i mean you don't need to prep anyone to do that and say okay so we're going to be in a pool right and in the pool we're going to see the girls in bikinis so what you have to do is tell me the color of the girl that you like or the color of her bikini that you like you don't need to do that I mean, you're going to observe. Like, that's what being a human is about, right? You observe, and then once you're in bed, you're out of the pool, you can say, oh, didn't you think so-and-so, didn't you think Minori or Yuriko was attractive? Like, that, That I think, would be the appropriate way to do that.
1: Yeah. So do, do you have any other points that you want to hit? Um, I know we're kind of reaching time soon.
0: Yes, so just one, one more thing, and we haven't really talked about Minori at all. And I wanted to talk about the night run that she and Makoto, and Makoto. on in episode yeah. three. I thought it was pretty nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed, uh, it seemed just like a nice, a simple, not really a date, but kind of like getting to know each other thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was a nice sort Opener. of... Opener. Right, right. They feel each other out. Icebreaker. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it helps to have that sort of like a shared hobby, right? I mean, that's, I think, how a lot of good relationships start, right? Do you like to yeah. do this thing? Oh, yeah, me too. Let's do it together, right? Yeah. It's, it's it's a tale as old as time, and I think it worked well here. And I think, you know, they did interact well. The interesting thing about the run, or I should say post-run, but while they were still on their outing, because you said we, we, we shouldn't call it a date, let's call it an outing, was when they were talking and – Makoto was making some statements like, oh, we could do it again sometime, and he was saying some things, and Minori kept on saying,
1: hmm? Hmm? Huh? Yeah, What?
0: What was that? And I couldn't tell because, look, I don't... In these first three episodes, you don't really know her personality. We don't really have a feel for her yet. And I couldn't tell if it was her truly not hearing him because he was speaking sort of low, if she was maybe trying to just get him to speak up, or if it was deeper than that, if it was a, I kind of like you, so I want you to be more forward about what you think of me, and I want you to maybe ask me more directly if I want to do this again. It was mm. almost like a challenge from her, and I, I had that thought when I was watching it recently, but what yeah. are your thoughts on that?
1: I feel that it was like them still feeling each other out, uh, because like it seems like to me that makoto isn't the best at talking to women he just has this kind of air to him that not not like like not completely awkward but just kind of like he stumbles over his own thoughts before speaking does that does that make sense at all like does like it just so i think it was it was kind of like just kind of a build-up between them two the build-up for those two to kind of feel each other out
0: I could see that. And, again, because we don't really know the characters, and because it's their first time where just the two of them are hanging out. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, because, again, they don't, I hate to keep harping on this, but this is still very early in the show, so they don't, they don't even have any experience, like, talking to them that much. At least on camera, you don't see them talking that much to each other, like, personally. So that was one of the very few times that they were actually able to to speak so it just it just seemed to me that they were both like carefully choosing their words kind of
0: yeah and i'm excited to see what happens with them because it it did seem like they had a good time again the shared interest in running it seemed like they got along there were no real hiccups in their outing and so i'm excited to see what happens with them in the future
1: yeah, no, definitely. And, I, I, and like, thinking about it, because I was actually just trying to recall the scene more into my head, it did seem like Minori was, like, trying to be on the attack, kind of, which, I, you know, I, I think is, like, a good thing.
0: Do you mean in trying to let him know that she was interested? Yeah. I could see that, yeah. It, it, was, it was somewhat unclear to me at first, and it still is, but I think that's a definite possibility because it seemed like she had a good time on the run.
1: So, at the end of every uh, Tourist House episode, uh, we are going to pick an MVP or an MVL, as, uh, like so it can be either or. Um, and Jim, can you tell us this week's MVP slash L? Well, if I
0: had to pick an MVP, it's someone we didn't talk about a whole lot, but Yuriko. Really? The med student is my MVP, and I'll tell you Why? Now, we're just going to just beat poor tap into the ground with all the slandering that we've been (laughs) doing of him this episode. (laughs) But she really stood up to him. We talked earlier about how when they all went into the kitchen for the first time, he was making comments about how the women can use the kitchen appliances like the dishwasher and other things and how – they could do and not just from tab too, but Uchi and Makoto were making references to the women cooking and asking if the women will cook and Yuriko right away says, no, I don't think that will, that will be the case.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I did like that.
0: And that was great. And Minoni didn't really say anything in Mizuki and, but Yuriko just came right out and said like, no, she made it clear that the men and women will contribute to all of the housework, the cooking. And so I really liked that from her. Okay. Um, I also liked at the end of TAP's attack of Mizuki to defend my precious Mizuki when... <laughs>
1: she was your stand-in like, for, yes, for that moment.
0: Yes, absolutely. When TAP and Yuriko, they they go to the second floor of the house and they make some small talk at first. They say, oh, so this is the second floor. Yes, I've never been here. Oh, I me mean, neither. And blah, blah, blah. But then they immediately talk about the incident after the pleasantries are exchanged and yuriko says to tap she says is it not okay if you're in the process of figuring things out because tap is trying to explain to her why he was questioning mizuki as aggressively as he was because he thought well i wanted to sort of unlock a passion i wanted them to have the passion that i have for tap dancing and for life and i can help them because i want to guide everyone in the house and he Mentioned frequently about how they'll be living together, so he wants things to be open, which I thought was a flimsy excuse, but whatever. So Yuriko, again, she defends Mizuki by saying, is it not okay if you're trying to figure it out? And then soon after that, Tap is... He definitely hears what she's saying, because he's talking and he says, yeah, it might have been, I don't know, I was thinking that I should just shut up. And then Yuriko gives him this look, and it's a really nice little look that she gives him because the look is basically saying yes you should have shut up like she's (laughs) totally agreeing with him but then she says no that's not what I meant and I think so she handled it well because you know the look was I think her true intent (laughs) Yeah, she really had her true intentions in her eyes but she said you know she sort of diffused it you know she didn't sort of pile on you know the attack on tap she didn't Attack on Tap. Attack on Tap Ton. Oh god. <laughs> okay. We're not cutting that. I don't care. Um <laughs> Hey, we said we like anime, right? So there you go, just in case anyone was questioning oh, that We no. like anime. Great. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Alright. And, and so she handled it with grace because she didn't know that's not what I meant, but her eyes were that's exactly what I meant. And she handled that very well, so she is the MVP here for me. Okay.
1: I'm gonna pick the MVL. Okay, go ahead. Tap. Ah, surprise, Done. surprise. <laughs> Done. I have nothing else to say. I don't feel like wasting time, wasting our listeners' time on, on why, because I think that should just be the title of the episode.
0: <laughs> but if, so. Felix, if I may add one more thing, because I have one more thing that Tap did that I really didn't like. Okay. Good. And I should have mentioned this before, and I'm sorry, but there's just so much to to dislike about him. You know, it's hard because we, you know, we get all these episodes. tangents about things. I, right, it just three, and I'm sure there'll be a lot more that we don't like about him. But right after the pool scene, the next yeah. scene is them at night, and it's Makoto, Minori, and Tap. And Tap just immediately throws Makoto under the bus, and he says, oh, you know that Makoto said blue talking about your bikini, right? He <laughs> oh yeah, totally, I'm totally, right. totally yeah, throws him under the bus. Yeah, 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 when yeah, he was yeah, yeah. the one who started that whole story, stupid disgusting conversation to begin with yeah and i was stunned i, I was like yeah. i mean you think about all of the tattletales and you know the snitches when you're a kid and you do something snitches and whether it's get a snitches. sibling or a friend <laughs> yeah. yeah i look he snitched hard like i don't care yeah that was not cool and makoto <laughs> just sitting there because like he can't say no because it happened yeah and they yeah. all sort of yeah. like they're like oh yeah that happened and minori goes yeah i heard it And then Tap goes, yeah, 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 you have the kind of ass that he likes. It's just so, just the lack of awareness, that lack of situational awareness just really, it just, it gets under my skin. Yeah. And that was just something else. I mean, God, I'm sure we could go on just in these first th- three episodes, but we have to just – we have to stop talking about him because, again, I I can feel I, – I know there's going to be more. <laughs> I know there's going to be more from him.
1: Yeah. I know it. <laughs> All right. Thank you all for listening and taking the time to check out, uh, tourist house. Uh, with this first episode, we just covered episodes one through three. Be sure to check out our next episode where we check out the next three episodes. So that will be four through six. All right, folks on
0: that note, this is Jim. This is Felix. Thank you for listening to tourist house. We'll see you next time.